We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Welcome to episode number 109 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I've been around the video game industry for a very long time. I've worked at places A very, like- very, very long time. Thanks, Steven. <laughs> Don't make her feel old. Jeez. She's starting, she's starting right away. Like, I know. You haven't even gotten the introductions done and the gauntlet's been thrown. I haven't even got my own introductions <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to liven things up. That's all. It's okay. a day. Yes, okay. I used to write for IGN. That's probably where most people would know me from. I'm also the mom of a five-year-old. I am joined by Regina McMenemy, who is the mom of a three-year-old and is from the Geek Embassy and is a fellow Game of Thrones nerd, which might be the most important thing right now. (laughs) (laughs) I have read so many articles since the finale. I know. (laughs) So many. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then, of course, as you heard earlier, we have Steven, who likes to insult everybody. Uh, no, it's not insult. Just... It's poke fun. Oh, okay. Fun. <laughs> There's a difference. There is a difference. Okay. So Steven Deusman, who is editor and founder of EngageFamilyGaming.com and the father of three kids. Are your kids back in school now? Or is it next Thank week? Thank God. <laughs> they started on Monday. Oh, okay. Oh, and boy. it's glorious. <laughs> Except today was the first day that they got homework. Oh. Um, and so it was slightly less glorious because our son, our middle son, decided yeah. that he he was going to do his homework packet to do Friday, uh-huh. not today. Now, oh. the problem is it's Wednesday when we're recording, which means yeah. if he doesn't do it today, that means he's going to have to do all of it tomorrow. Uh. And his brilliant plan was that he would do none of it today. He would do one page tomorrow and the rest of it on the bus to school. And he expected that that would be acceptable. <laughs> and I was like, bruh, that's not, e- not only is that not an acceptable plan. Yeah. That's like an actually straight up stupid plan. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, that's not how this the, works. Yeah. The word cockamamie came to my head. Like, it's like, what? bro, you have to divide it up. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, if you want to do it all in one day, then do it the day it's assigned so you can get a day off. Yeah. Right. And he's like, oh, well, well when it, normally when I get my packet on Monday, I think I'm just going to do it on Wednesday. And I'm like, oh, yes, that's literally the worst day of the week for you to have to do homework. <laughs> right. Literally the worst day of the week. Um. So... I do have a story that I want to share with okay. the, the, the with the people um, coming from the Twitter. Okay, coming from. The um, Twitter. We talked about this in our pre-production meeting, right? Um, so those of you who follow video games will know that Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle came out this week. Um, in it, Luigi dabs a lot, and if you don't know what dabbing is, just like just Google it or something. Google. <laughs> um, there's YouTube videos. It's kind of embarrassing, um, but that whatever. There are YouTube videos. There are many, many YouTube videos. Some of them are in earnest because, like, it right. is a dance thing. Um, mo- if you watch the NFL, Cam Newton do- does it when he scores a touchdown. So um, that's dabbing. That's the baseline. <laughs> um, so Luigi does it constantly uh, in Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, apparently. There are many gifts floating around of him doing it. GameStop, uh, GameSpot posted one this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone tweeted at 
ESRB ratings, please ban dabbing from video games. <laughs> now, the, the following follow came from this. First, they said, we don't ban things. That said, we're in the process of developing disclosure materials for hashtag dabbing. Mm-hmm. We are hip. Period. <laughs> this was replied to by Nintendo of America's official Twitter account with a picture of Mario at the Nintendo World Store dabbing, and it says, dabbing is E for everyone. <laughs> Followed by ESRB's official, rate, uh, official Twitter account re- responding to them, dabbing isn't a game. It therefore cannot be given an ESRB assigned rating. We've discussed this before. <laughs> um, and uh, followed by the same person who tweeted things initially saying, please do anything you can. It's an epidemic that must be stopped. <laughs> the ESRB responded saying, we understand. We're also working with the CIA, FBI, and CDC to address the dabbing. Parents need to be aware. <laughs> Um, yeah, so lots of fun on the internets. Um, (laughs) and then someone asked them about Assassin's Creed Origins, and then they responded in earnest to that. Yeah. Okay. So nothing, nothing special about that. Although considering some news we're going to be talking about later with Assassin's Creed Origins, I would no longer be surprised if he dabs. (laughs) I think whatever the main character in Assassin's Creed Origins dabbing is actually less surprising than the news we're going to talk about later. In the radio biz, they call that a tease. We're going to come back to that. Right. I'm learning, I'm learning all this professional stuff. So there you go. That's my story hour from okay. the Twitter. All right. That's, That's a funny That's story. A one. It is. That's a good one. I like it. It is. I like, I like the ESRB relevant. Being, uh, being all snarky. Being a little cheeky. Yeah. That's yeah. Being a little cheeky. I really <laughs> yeah. want to play that game. Um, really bad. If you want to see the picture of Mario... Uh, dabbing, um, I put a picture up on uh, the Engage Family Gaming Facebook page. So you can cool. go look at it. Cool. Um, in the mail today, I got my daughter's kindergarten starting school packet, which was full of a bunch of stuff. We know who her teacher is now. We've got kind of first day of school instructions and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I'm all. all you almost- sound thrilled. I'm almost already crying. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm going to be like that first day. And then, like, after after the kids are taken to their classroom, her teacher is going to meet the kids outside, like, in front of the school every day for, like, the first week and then walk them all back to the classroom uh, together. Um, but, like, on the first day, they're going to have, like, this tea, tea, coffee thing for parents um, right yeah. afterwards. And I was like, hey, that's cool. I can meet other people, but I'm going to be a freaking mess like do do yeah. i really want to be like that in front of strangers because i honestly uh, i suppose i could have possibly come across some of these people but as far as i know none of anna's friends are in the same school as her so so theoretically i don't know any of the parents um mm. so so yeah we'll see I'm always it's sort of hard. I'm always sort of nervous a little bit about those first interactions with people because they always ask you what you do and it's about 50/50 the <laughs> reaction I get to saying that I work with video games in some respect. Uh you can either get the the people smile at you but you can tell that they're judging the hell out of you and then you don't talk <laughs> for very long. And then there are the other people that are like, "Oh wow, that's cool," you know. So 
Right. Yeah. But but couldn't couldn't you just say, I I stay at home with my daughter, and I then you could. can just avoid all of it. <laughs> I guess. And you can just avoid all of it because nobody's gonna judge you for that. They'd probably be yeah. jealous. They might. Yeah. 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 Stay at home moms get judged though too. They, they do, do for different yeah. different ways. Moms different get judged. Long. Period. If you stay at home, oh, yeah. mom, then you're not doing enough work. If you have, if you work and your kids are in daycare, how could you totally let someone else raise your kids? I mean, it's it's hopeless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a lose lose. Doesn't matter so what you do, you know. Yeah. There's just you, there's judgment. I'm you know, there's yeah. judgment for dads too, but yeah. definitely in that like having to split your time, the consideration of having to split your time between your family and your work is rests on women a lot of the time. Yes. Yes. So so that, that'll that be fun. We have like a picnic tonight that we need to go to. She's going to meet her teachers for her after school program. We're putting her in a little after school thing, uh, hopefully because I'll be working full time and we're going to need something to have yeah. her go to. Um, so we're meeting all her teachers for that today at a picnic. One of my friends is actually going to be at that because one of her kids does this after school thing and it's for the entire school district, not just the specific mm-hmm. school. And then tomorrow cool. we have our open house at the actual school, which will be the first time she'll get to meet the teacher and see her classroom and all that good stuff. And then next week we have a one-on-one meeting with the teacher. So lots of stuff coming up. One thing that I like here is that the kindergartners are starting um, a week later than the rest of the kids. So Yeah, reg- I think you mentioned that last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah so the rest that's kind of the kinda kids nice. Are, yeah, are starting on um, Wednesday. Uh, and then the kindergartners start the following Monday. It is really cool because it, it's specifically done so that you can have meetings, one-on-one meetings with the teacher, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for I mean, there are some people that have obviously been through sending older siblings to school and they sort of know right. what the deal is. But for people yeah. like me, we're like, what? Like, I'm looking through this packet yeah. and I still don't know what time breakfast starts. <laughs> <laughs> stupid ridiculous things because we're planning to have her just eat breakfast at school because that's what we've done when she's uh, gone to uh, pre-k so um but yeah Yeah. we're like isaac's like what time does breakfast start him i don't know i have no idea (laughs) the first bell is at like 905 so i assume it's i don't know eight somewhere in there somewhere in there yeah 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 so um It's always those like practical questions that are yeah. I mean, they give you like a whole sheet like about the meal plan, like how much breakfast costs, how much lunch costs, how you have to set up your little meal paying account thing. Mm -hmm. Anna's gonna have a a card, which that is kind of (laughs) troubling. I don't anticipate Anna not losing that card (laughs) at some point during the school year uh, because she loses things a lot. But yeah, we'll, we'll see where that goes. Um, but yeah, yeah, some new challenges stuff. all around. Yeah, and also too, <laughs> yesterday, um, one of our praying mantises died. Poor Aww. guy. I know. I'm more upset about it than Anna was. So. <laughs> I'm like, okay, because I've been the one that's been really taking care of them, like you know, buying all the other insects and putting them into the right into the habitat the because I can't let Anna yeah. do it because like we got crickets, uh, little crickets for them to eat, and I'm like, Anna's like, here, let me. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want crickets jumping all over the house. Like I'm going to do this myself. So, so we still have one. So we'll see how long he lasts. Although the one that died, 
really wasn't that smart. <laughs> I mean, not, <laughs> not that insects are ever smart, but like... Right, um, but still. We put in like, uh, if you order, this is probably way more information than anybody wants, so I'm sorry if I gross anybody out, but you can order these little tubes of flightless fruit flies. Um, oh. Yeah, and they come like in a little tube and there's food in the bottom and then, you know, they could reproduce. Like, they're right. supposed to last for up like five months, and I think these ones have. So rather than just putting a few in their habitat at a time, it just took the whole tube, put the lid off it, and left it there so that the fruit flies can just do their thing and then do there's always yeah. food there. Um, but this one, this praying mantis was sitting uh, next to the tube and trying to grab the flies that were inside the tube. So right. like it had no the glass. perception <laughs> that there was something there blocking it. And like I watched it for like two or three minutes and it's just swipe, 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 swipe. I'm like, Oh my god. Finally <laughs> I reached into the habitat and moved the tube uh so that like the open part of it was facing it. But anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> so he wasn't that smart, so um, Well it's natural selection, so he I just guess. Yeah. <laughs> he just watched just a, a specific level of nat- natural selection. Yeah. Um <laughs> anyhow. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's fun. And we just recently, I bought another mesh habitat thing so that we could keep both of them because we had them in the same one and they were, like, chasing each other and swiping at each right. other. So we're like, this is right. this is not going to work. We need to separate them. But but I guess we could do the butterfly thing again. Anna really liked that before. So Yeah. Bugs, bugs, bugs at my house. Bugs. That's awesome. <laughs> right. Regina, do you, do you have anything parent-wise that you want to share? <laughs> Um, oh god, I had something and I'm not sure if I can remember what it was. There's something game related my daughter said to me the other day that I was like, "Oh, I need to remember this for the show." And I didn't write it down, which is like the kiss of death. <laughs> um, memory-wise for right. me. <laughs> but it was something where it was the first time I had seen her kind of gamifying her life. Uh-huh. So she started talking about what we were doing in game terms, so one oh. of the games that she plays. And I was really proud. Yeah. <laughs> Those moments where I was like, yes. Yeah. Infiltrating her consciousness now. And yeah. I can't I can't remember what this specific what thing was. Um, but it was just it was that moment. And it That's was cool. it was just really fun. I yeah. was like, oh, this is good. So she's she's getting to that point where she understands the mechanics more of games and can talk about them in a in a more detailed way. That's cool. We That's been so- really fun. Yeah, we had sort of a, just real quickly, a sort of a, a backwards version of that and that Anna was talking about something that she didn't know the name of. It wasn't to me, it was to my husband and he's like, she went, you know, we wanted to make a checklist for everything that we're going to see this weekend at PAX West. And so Anna was like, so we can write everything down and then we can put a little box next to it and then we put an X in it when we've done the thing. But she never referred to that as, like, a checklist. Right. <laughs> she had to describe how the whole right. thing worked. So. Yep, yeah, exactly. All the details of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Fun times. Yep. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. All right. So games. This yes. morning, we're recording on Wednesday, August 30th. This morning, Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct all about their indie lineup, otherwise known as the Nindies. Steven watched it. I think he's of course I did. the only one who watched it. So so give us the highlights, Steven. Okay. Um, they announced a ton of stuff. Uh-huh. 
So, um, so I think the first, uh, the, the first and probably the most important announcement that they made, um, well, obviously, most important is going to be relative. They announced, I think, like 20 games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Nintendo Europe on their YouTube channel yesterday put up a video with about 21 vi- uh, games in it. Mm-hmm. Wow. That did not, oh, and only some of them overlapped. Hmm. So it was a lot. Um, so the the first thing they showed off was a new Super Meat Boy game, Super Meat Boy Forever. It's going to be an exclusive to the Switch uh, in 2018. Um, when I say the word exclusive, I mean that Nintendo said it was an exclusive, not that it actually will be, because any of us that follow video games in the last couple of years have realized that the word exclusive doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah. Um, so my guess is that it's going to be on the Switch for a little while and come to everything else. Um, yeah. They... Uh, Yacht Club Games announced that in early 2018, we will finally get the final piece of the uh, Shovel Knight saga. Specifically, it will be uh, King Knight. Um, And what's important about this is we will have a whole bunch of more levels, and also it will have a card game in it. Hmm. So there will be a Shovel Knight card game baked into the uh, Shovel Knight treasure trove. Um, That should be interesting. Um, and the, probably the biggest announcement they made is that Suda51, uh, is making another No More Heroes game exclusive Mm. to the Switch. It's called Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes. Um, it looks like a No More Heroes game. He has a beam katana like before, aka a lightsaber. Um, I wonder if you're going to have to make obscene gestures to charge up his beam katana, uh, (laughs) like you did last time. (laughs) <laughs> Some other noteworthy things. We have a release date for SteamWorld Dig 2, uh, which is coming out September 21st. Kentucky Route Zero, which is kind of a a artsy-fartsy adventure game that's been mostly on PC. It is getting the fifth and final act, which is super uh-huh. interesting. The fifth and final... So they're finishing it and putting it on Switch, uh-huh. and that's kind of... It's a timed exclusive on Switch, so everybody that's been playing it on PC is going to have to wait. Uh-huh. Um that's what happens when you throw money at it. Yeah. Um, it, so um, some highlights that I thought were interesting. Uh, there is a game called Golf Story come from, coming from uh, Sidebar Games. Uh-huh. Golf Story is legit a JRPG where all of the combat is golf. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah. Um, there is a game coming to both the uh, Switch and the Nintendo 3DS called Mom Hid My Game. <laughs> and it's literally a like a cert, a hidden object game where uh-huh. you were grounded and your mom hid your video games and you have to find them, which is yes. hilarious. <laughs> um, and they announced, you know, the they announced a bunch of other stuff. One of them, and I think everyone needs to go look up this trailer. It's called Yono and the Celestial Elephants. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a coming to the Nintendo Switch on October twelfth. It is kind of. The most adorable thing I've seen in a very long time. It's about a little magical elephant. Oh, cool! He looks very cute. Um, they went nuts, like lots of stuff. And it's worth noting they didn't announce um, so games that were that were no like noteworthy that were absent. Uh, Stardew mm-hmm. Valley was not uh, listed here. Yeah. Uh, ukulele not here. Huh, that's um, interesting. Uh, they said they missed the deadline. Oh. But to but to pay attention for news, Nintendo must have put out the call to all the Nindies to be like, hey, if you want some promotion, get some stuff ready. Yeah. Um, and so they must have missed it. Um, a Hat in Time, which I don't know if you're on Twitter, but 
Um, if, if folks who are on Twitter may have been aware of that, this is like a 3D action platformer that's been was kickstarted and has been in development for a very long time. Um, they've been making noise like they might be coming to the Switch, which makes sense. Um, we didn't see anything about Wargroove, which we talked about the last time they did an indie showcase. Um, uh, Mutant Muds wasn't there. There's a lot of stuff that was missing. So what's crazy is we got all these things. Uh, and I don't know that any of these are going to be system sellers, right? right. Like, but these are all games that are a, a, a big deal because their volume. Um, mm-hmm. And we haven't even gotten the big ones. I mean, the reality is Stardew Valley is a system seller. Yes. Um, I mean, there are people that are like, I want to play that game on the on the go. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's just madness. Um, and so, yeah, I'm... Uh, I, there's, I think this is gonna. I, I mean, this is what the the narrative coming out of this event mm-hmm. was that um, the Nintendo Switch is replacing the PlayStation Vita as mm-hmm. the indie machine. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reality is, the PlayStation Vita was a legit failure. Yes. As a system, like. Not as bad as the Wii U, but it was still a failure by Sony standards, but it was mm-hmm. kept alive because people just kept putting stuff on it. Right. Um, so here we go. They're just switching it, and they're just mm-hmm. putting it. <laughs> they're, switching <laughs> it. they're putting it up. They're, they're putting it on the Switch. Um, and it's crazy. Um, I'm going to play the crap out of Golf Story, I think. I don't know why. Like, it just looks stupid. <laughs> well, didn't we see another golf game at... E3? Well, I mean, there was Everybody's Golf, which came out right. on Tuesday, which I right. also bought. Um, but these are different, because, like, Everybody's Golf is Hot Shots Golf. Uh-huh. Right. Whereas, in fact, Hot Shots Golf, like, it's always been Everybody's Golf in Japan. Hot Shots Golf was renamed to Hot Shots Golf when they localized it here, because they didn't think we would appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But Sony's figured out that, like, America's... Got a bunch of nerds in it that would be fine. Um, also, uh, Greg Miller is evangelizing everybody's golf like nobody's business. Yeah. Go to his Twitter feed right now, uh, at Game Over Greggy, and you will see just nonstop pictures of him um, <laughs> playing this game. So, uh, yeah, and Golf Story is just, it's a way simpler, like, top-down, like, 16-bit JRPG where instead of fighting monsters, you play golf. Nice. So I'm just amused by it. I don't know that it's going to be my game of the year or anything, but I'm amused <laughs> by it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's the Nindies. Gamescom was last week. It was a crazy so much week stuff. Yeah. Lots of stuff there. Um, but it's, it's the biggest gaming convention in the world, if you haven't heard of it before. It takes place in Germany every year. It grew again this year. This, this year it had 350,000 people. Across the full event, wow. the first um, first day or first two days are trade only, and then it's open to the public after that. Yep. Uh, this is a, my husband went to it. It's the first time that he's been to it. He said it was absolutely insane. Like there was like a hall, basically the size of the West Hall in um, the LA Convention Center. Yep. You guys were the, just there. That was all merch. Yep. And there were like wow. five different booths selling wigs, apparently. It, my husband was baffled. He's like, there are five different places selling wigs. <laughs> well, <laughs> <That's the thing. laughs> I mean, did did he buy one? No. <laughs> no. 
know. He did come home with some cool stuff, though, for me. I saw. I was super jealous of that damn Aloy doll. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it's right there. It's I'm right glad there. It's nice to know that I, it's nice to know uh, that uh, that Isaac thinks well of me. You know, yes. he couldn't bring me home an Aloy doll. <laughs> well, he, I'm only he a actually, little hurt. He actually was like asking me like, what what I wanted from the show, and I was like, I don't know. You know, you know the games that I like, and then I, I tossed up Horizon um, because it's something I haven't talked with him about so much, and so so that's what he did. Horizon T-shirt, um, little chibi Aloy doll. Uh, but the funniest thing that he brought back is this um, chocobo blanket, a hooded blank, hooded and footed blanket for Anna. Um, so, you know, you have the hood of, and then you have feet and then it kind of buttons in front. So it's, you know, kind of a crazy blanket. But, um, yeah, she looks super funny in that because it's a little big for her. <laughs> so the hood comes all the way down over her face. <laughs> so it really, really looks like a chocobo. So... Um, but she was happy about my Aloy doll, too. I think she might be a little jealous. And now she's been reminded um, that Horizon exists. And she told me yesterday that she wants to play some more Horizon. So that might be something that um, I'm going back to. Um, tell her to wait for the DLC. <laughs> well, there are a ton of side quests that I never finished. And she has fun just running around doing whatever. So, you know, and you get, you get the game saves before you do the final thing. And you can go back to it and have all your... your leveled up gear and everything so so yeah so we'll do that but anyhow back to gamescom lots of stuff going on there i actually didn't have a chance to to look at all of this um let's see one of the funny things and this is a story from polygon was that ea (laughs) pulled out this internet sensation little dog What's this name? Oh, Jif Palm. Jif Palm. They brought him out to to promote The Sims uh, next expansion, which is going to be adding pets. Sims Four has been out for almost a year, and they're just now adding pets, which is oh, part of your problem with it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, um, but the dog was adorable. So, um, yeah. That uh, job. Do you want to know how many Instagram followers Jif Palm has? It's something crazy. It's like six. 600,000 or something like that, or is it more? Well, let's go find out. I'll, I'll get it. I'll hop onto the Instagram. I thought it was big. I, I, I thought I knew it. Is it, is six, it million? six million? Six million? Wow. It's right in the top of the article. It says, Jif Palm, a social media star, is more than six million Instagram followers. That's insane. Let's be real. It is a really, really cute dog. It is. <laughs> it is. I mean, I'm just being real. Yeah. Oh, there he's on stage in his Instagram. You can see him on stage. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty it, cute. Yeah, it was super cute. Um, so let's, let's see. So Xbox um, had a big conference, uh, yep. press conference thing, uh, where they they did some third uh, third party stuff in addition to first party Assassin's Creed Origins, Jurassic World Evolution, which actually sounds kind of neat to me because it's a it's a like a theme cart building thing. Yeah, they, it's made by the people that make Roller Coaster Tycoon. Right. There was a Jurassic something like way back when this was like when i still worked at game now magazine i think i remember and it was on console and the thing that was like the funniest thing about it was that if you didn't put fences sufficient fences around the dinosaurs they would get out and eat people um so i hope that this uh contains that element as well because (laughs) it was really want to watch people die (laughs) (laughs) this is gonna it's gonna be nuts i can't i mean it's it's neat yeah. Yeah. I fun. mean, I don't expect it to be like the best thing in the world, but 
If you, I mean, it's bad enough, like, people love to kill their sims in different ways, but being able to kill your guests with the dinosaurs. And also, me, I'm a little twisted. Squish. Like, when I was playing Roller Coaster Tycoon, I used to purposefully not finish some of the roller coasters and then test them before they were finished. And then the train <laughs> just goes careening off and crashes. <laughs> it was so fun to watch. That is super messed yeah. up. It's awesome. It is super messed up. It was um, fun. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but we're learning what kind of person you are. Yes. <laughs> in-game. Yes. Yeah. I, I stick to the fact that in-game is not necessarily a map. Exactly. game Exactly. But... Um, so they're releasing a definitive edition of ReCore. I don't know why they Be- need to do that. Because they wanted to finish the game. Oh, <laughs> I guess that game was not good. Um, <laughs> World of Tanks, uh, then the big ID at Xbox thing, um, Cuphead, which is coming very soon, by the way. Um, yeah. and the, all yeah. sorts of preview coverage, like people actually playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the scuttlebutt is that Cuphead is way harder than anyone anticipated. This yeah. game is... Here's what's going to be crazy about Cuphead. Uh, Cuphead is going to be, like, consumable, like, with children around. But uh, I don't... Th- it is not a children's game, um, because they won't be... Like, th- this is one of those games that's going to be absolutely nuts. It's yeah. going to be nuts. I, I can't played, wait. Yeah, I played a very early version of it at PAX west not last year but the year before and it was so hard (laughs) i played it for like 20 minutes and i died almost immediately every time i tried i'm like yeah no this game is not for me (laughs) super hardcore yeah this is like uh dark souls gamer (laughs) will like this thing i'm a i mean i'm a platformer guy so i'm gonna get it and try it yeah but man, am I going to be bad at it? <laughs> um, but it just looks too good to not. You know what I mean? Like I want right, to support right. it, so yeah. I'm going to buy it, even if I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of Final um, Fantasy 15 news. Yes, I don't know if you saw any of that stuff. I did, and actually, the first thing that I saw in relation to the Final Fantasy 15 news is Isaac brought back like a promotional card thing, and he stuck it in front of my head while shaking his head. And I was like, what? What is this? So yeah, Final Fantasy XV is doing a crossover event with Assassin's Creed, which is kind of weird. Um, I just don't get it. <laughs> that's why my husband was like, what? I just don't Check. get it. I fundamentally do not understand it. Okay, well, let's, let's, let's unpack this. Let's break it down. What? What's, <laughs> do it. So, so what's the source of your, un- like, you don't know why they're doing it? Because the why they're doing it is dollars. Well, of course, the why they're doing is dollars. I don't see the connection that's tying these two things together. Like, um, because they're video games, right? They're just <laughs> video games. They're just stupid. So, I mean, well, then, so what? You can just throw any two games together and have a crossover. Bro, Yay! you know what just came out on Tuesday? Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. It's literally. I knew you were going to bring that up. As soon as Mario. those words came out of my head, I'm like, oh, you're who's like, oh, so say? you can just take any two things and make a crossover. Yes, as a but, matter of fact, you can. <laughs> yeah, but those are like two cartoons. Like they kind of make sense. And yes, of course, these are animated video games. But Final Fantasy and Assassin's Creed, like, if I look at the difference between the fandoms, like, yes, they're they're both 
their fandoms are both what I would put as like rabid fandoms, especially Final Fantasy fans. Mm -hmm. Like some of the people that I talked to when I was doing my research who are Final Fantasy fans, like have the issues. depth of their love have issues. Is, I get it. I am one of them. Know, we have issues. The, sh the shipping and just all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. like, well, I mean, the sh shipping, shipping culture is an issue. Can we? Can I just say that? Like hashtag shots fired. Issue, I'll just say it. I think the shipping culture is just it's it's odd. It's odd. Yeah, it's but fine. I, it is. And you that know, was that was part of like the depth of what I because I didn't know Final Fantasy when I first start herded started interviewing people, and so I was like, I don't understand why this is. And then I understood kind of looking at the games and the depth and the length and the time you spend with these characters. I understand. So I just don't, but I just don't see like the the crossover. Connection well, but that's that's the thing, too. right? I don't think there is any crossover, which right. is what makes this so brilliant. Because the reality <laughs> is, they are both reaching a different audience. Yeah, yeah, but then, so I guess so they think this they're is... going to draw in the other audience. Oh yeah, by absolutely. Them... I mean, here's the thing: Final Fantasy 15 is there. Are, there are some people. And I, I absolutely can imagine this population in my head. There are absolutely hardcore RPG fans who only play RPGs. Right. Um, we all know at least a handful of those people. Many of them play Final Fan bought, played Final Fantasy 15 and played a, an action RPG for maybe the first time because right. it was a Final Fantasy game and we're slaves <laughs> and have no free will. Um, you know. Praise be to, to Tabata, right? So, like, we did what we needed to do. We played right. an action RPG. Assassin's Creed Origins is a straight-up action RPG. I watched an hour of footage on IGN the other day. Like, it's mm -hmm. an action RPG. You have weapons with stats, and you run around. Like, there is more in common between those two games, like, mechanically now than there ever was. Now, yeah, mm -hmm. Final Fantasy's over-the-top and fantasy-heavy, whereas mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed is quote-unquote grounded. <laughs> Quote unquote. Well, yeah. But like, I mean, they don't have, like, it's, it's a little bit more grounded, I would yeah. say, than Final Fantasy. Yeah. If but you like compare a, the two, yeah. But like a scotch, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and so the, the idea is why not, like, do a crossover and be like, hey, nerds. That never yeah. that would never touch an that would never touch an action game. Oh, Assassin's right. Creed. I don't I don't play action games. I play role playing games. And then I was right. like, well, this Assassin's Creed stuff looks pretty cool, and maybe they dip in. Um, I, it doesn't. I, I I was the first time I saw it. I shared it on my Facebook wall, and I was like, wet, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but then I thought about it, and the more I thought about it, the more genius I think it is. And really, mm. I I also. It could be that these dudes just wanted to do it. Like, yeah. there might not be an end game. They could right. just be giant nerds that wanted to see if it would work. Yeah. Um, because, be. you know, it, it, it's, it's stuff. And it yeah. works out for both games because the Final Fantasy has this constant long... They're trying to do this long tail of content support. So mm -hmm. this gives them an event that they don't have to think of themselves. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll just do a bunch of Assassin's Creed nonsense. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Whereas Assassin's Creed, they're probably they haven't announced exactly what they're doing, but they're probably gonna have to think a little bit more. But like them, they're making the game. Like so, I think it it doesn't make any sense, but that's the absolute beauty of it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I am all in on it. Yeah. I think, and um, you know, they Noctis looks badass as an assassin. Yeah, right. I was just gonna mention Anna is gonna be um, 
She's going to be all into it, especially the Moogle Chocobo Carnival. Wow. (laughs) Boom. Boom. They've been playing uh, 10-2 right now. Oh, they're playing 10-2? Yeah, they finished Did they finish 10? They finished 10, and now they're playing (sighs) 10-2. Isaac had never played 10-2, so he's really, you know, playing through it for the first time with her. But she's all excited about getting her dress spheres. Like all yeah. the time, like we gotta play so I can get my new dress sphere. Um, so anyhow, for she was very of Final Fantasy Ten Two was made for five year old girls, right? <laughs> exactly. Which is fine. Had they just <laughs> called them job spheres instead of dress spheres, no one would have yeah. complained. Everyone would have been like, "All right, it's fine." But they yeah. called them dress spheres, and nerds got all uptight. Right. Anyhow, because um, nerds. So this Assassin's Creed crossover, uh, you've got a while to sort of take yeah. a look at it. It goes until uh, January of 2018, yeah. so a good few months there. Um, there so... was even more Final Fantasy 15 news. Oh, Did there you was? see all the other stuff? Oh, yeah, no, tons. I didn't. Would you like me to yes. do the thing? Yes. But first ahead. off, Final Fantasy 15 is coming to PC um, uh, with support from NVIDIA um, and 4K and 8K support. Nice. 8K. They're basically like, here, make it look as pretty as you want if you want to drop that much money on your machine. Um, But this is what I think. And so they confirmed that episode Ignis is coming later on this year. So that's Mm -hmm. the third uh, of the the bro DLCs. Um, They gave us a release date for Monsters of the Deep VR Fishing, uh, which is coming out November 21st, 2017. I kid you not. I am, after the, after another recent announcement, that I will talk about later. I very likely think I will have PlayStation VR this year um, because fishing and screw it. I'm just going to say it. They announced a Voltron VR experience <laughs> for real. Could you imagine the one two? like, is there a better one, two punch to make me buy a machine Voltron? <laughs> I mean, maybe transformer stuff in there, but for real right. anyway. Um, but also how about this final fantasy 15 pocket edition? Did you hear about this? No. Okay. First off, everybody go to engagefamilygaming.com and look up <laughs> the article entitled Final Fantasy 15, The Final Fantasy 15 Universe is Expanding because there is a video in there that is a trailer to Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition. Basically what they did is they took the story of the game, stripped out all the side quests, and redid all of the art in like this super chibi art style it looks like the dudes from like the Final Fantasy 4 remake on 3D on uh, on the DS. Uh-huh. Um and it's the whole game. Huh. That's and cool. it's separated into 10 chapters. The first one is free and then you will pay for the the rest of them. Um and it's all tap controls. Um mm-hmm. I am like really really excited. I don't know why. I'm not going to mm-hmm. buy it, but I'm like happy this exists. And who am so I kidding? <laughs> I probably will buy it. He'll so is it 3DS, it. or is it, nope, like, it is iPhone? for iOS, okay. Android, iPad. It's basically the story of the game, just played differently. Um, now, the scuttlebutt is that it is possible, now that they have, like, a derezzed port of it, that they, the big question is, are they going to put the Pocket Edition on the Nintendo Switch? Mm, yeah. Um, and so I, I put forth that theory on the Nintendo Voice Chat uh, forums on the, there's a Facebook group for that mm-hmm. and was told that I was an idiot. <laughs> um, because of course the switch can handle final fantasy 15. And I was like, bro, listen, <laughs> um, I love my switch. 
I'm a slave to Nintendo. Ask Nicole. She'll tell you. <laughs> I am a slave to Nintendo. Um, but come on, I can't. The Switch can't run Final Fantasy 15. You crazy. You crazy. <laughs> um, but I stopped. I just let it go. And I was like, all right, never mind. I'm not going to argue with you guys because arguing on the internet is useless, as yes. we all know. Yeah. Um, so um, the I, I think this is just a perfect opportunity. Now, Tabata was asked by IGN, and he said that it doesn't have controller support. It's all tap controlled. So it mm-hmm. just doesn't know that he would feel right about it. But yeah. he has expressed that they are very interested in putting something Final Fantasy 15 on the Switch. Uh-huh. Um, but it could be a side game. It could be. I mean, they they didn't put they didn't just shoehorn it into VR. They created its own game, um, and they're not shy doing that. You know. Yeah. So I'm interested to see it. I mean, they spent 10 years making this game. They have right. to recoup their losses, however they can. So there will yeah. be some kind of Final Fantasy 15 experience on the Switch, no question. It's yeah. just a matter of what it is. Yeah. Um, but it looks cute. And we don't know how much it's going to be. We don't have any details. Um, but it's adorable. <laughs> and and Regina's right. I'll probably buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think right. we I don't think we need to put the probably in there. <laughs> well, I mean, I do own it already. So it's like. Okay. I mean, okay. I actually. So there's there is that. I mean, I'm not just going to like. <laughs> crap money away like i mean if it was like a final fantasy 15 board game like that's fundamentally different i would totally right. in fact somebody make that please <laughs> um i would buy that but i don't know i'll have to see how cheap it is oh but, okay because if it's like a buck and a half a chapter then whatever right like yeah right. yeah but you know if it's like four dollars a chapter it's like mm, i'll probably definitely play the first chapter yeah but, yeah. you know, I'm not going to pay 50 bucks for a mobile game. That's yeah. high even by Square Enix standards. Yes, it definitely is. Um, so, that's the Final Fantasy news. Yeah. Um, so, we're going to move on, I think. Uh, you can find updates on Gamescom stuff at any of the um, Enthusiast Press, GameSpot, Polygon, IGN. Um, it looks like, like half of the trailers that these guys have posted say PAX West trailer in them. So, um, I probably am not going to wait in line to play very much stuff at PAX West because you're crazy if you do that. Um, <laughs> but I will definitely like be walking around and checking stuff out. So, um, and PAX West is this weekend, so I'll have stuff to talk yeah. about next week. Um, so moving on there, Deathmatch is coming to Overwatch. In fact, it's, it's already there. It's right, right. It has been released. Have you played it yet? Um, no, because I have no interest. Um, oh, Okay. I mean, it's just Overwatch is a team game for me, and I'm mm-hmm. not really good at deathmatch. Like, it's just not my jam. Like, mm-hmm. I am very bad at those kinds of modes. Um, so it's not my thing. I mean, I'll mm-hmm. probably play it because you get a loot box when they release a new game mode. So, I mean, I'll probably do it enough so that I get my loot box. Uh-huh. Because why not? Um, but I'm happy that it exists because it's, there are lots of people who have been asking. And yeah. it's not like it's that hard. Mm-hmm. To make, I mean, they they did it. They created new maps for it. So it's, but it's not like it's impossible. Um, it's just the characters aren't designed and balanced for uh, mm. deathmatch. They're balanced to be teams. So no, I'm not going to play it unless I have to. But I, yeah. I think it's still awesome because there are a lot of people that were really interested. And if nothing else, I've seen a lot of people go, "Man, I know why they didn't put deathmatch in here." <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people are like, oof. 
Because, I mean, it's brutal. I mean, the game is very different when it's yeah. every man for themselves. I kind of yeah. like the team deathmatch one. I might try that one more than mm. the, like, the free-for-all. Free yeah. Free-for-all, I would just, I, I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. Tons of changes to various characters, though. Yeah, I saw Tons that, of that, too. Junk Fixed rat, up. Orissa, or Orisa? Junkrat, Orisa, um... Diva is getting some significant changes and Mercy. The Mercy change is probably the biggest change. They basically redid the entire character. Hmm, wow. Her ultimate in the original version of the game was an AoE res, which means she could walk into a group of dead friends and res all of them, which oh, is wow. significant. So like she could yeah. you could just work together, push a point, and as long as she had her ultimate ready, she could res you, um, and it actually actively punished the other team for killing you. Because they would blow their ultimates to kill you, yeah. and then she would res everyone. Um, so what they did is they, uh, they changed her ultimate to an ability called Valkyrie, which lets her legitimately fly, um, and enhances her range for all of her other skills. Um, her res is a single target res on a cooldown. So mm. she can res more frequently. Um, there are some, it's very divisive. Some mercy mains are freaking out. Um, <laughs> I am a hundred percent okay with it um, because I'm resing more people per match than I was mm. because you have a res available from the second the game starts because it's on mm. a cooldown. So um, it's interesting. I mean, this is further proof that Blizzard is not afraid to just say, no, we're changing stuff. Let's try. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she was a must-pick in the meta. Yeah. Right? Like, for professionals, I mean, we have the Overwatch League coming. Right. You needed to have a Mercy on your team, period, end of story, no question. Anytime you have a point where, in a, in a game like this, where there is one character that's an automatic, you must include them, they need to be fixed. It's just mm -hmm. like Magic. Mm -hmm. if, you're if there's one card that needs to be in every single deck, they need to ban it, because... It, it makes yeah, the yeah, game less interactive and fun. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, like I said, that's up now. Uh, Overwatch players, let us know what you think. Email gamingwiththemoms at gmail.com or tweet at gamingwithmoms. Moving on here, which Steven alluded to earlier in the show. So Sony is dropping the price of the PlayStation VR, which mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just... I wouldn't describe it as dropping the price. They're just including the camera for the same price that was just the headset before. So so it's three ninety nine, which is not a price that has changed. It just means that you're you're getting what you need because you do need the camera in order to play PlayStation VR, but you used to have to buy that separately. Um but you don't anymore now. So so that's cool. Um four hundred bucks is not bad. No, for that dumb it's not for bad. that dumb hat. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to get me um, one of those dumb hats, though. <laughs> I have to now, because now I can play as Voltron. Yeah. Um, and if, you, if you're interested in even more stuff, there's a bundle that will give you the headset, camera, pair of PlayStation Move controllers, and a copy of PlayStation VR Worlds. Um, so that's $4.99, so extra 100 bucks on top of that. Uh, so yeah, I'm not going to buy it, because there's, you know... Motion It'll make you puke. Is a thing. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, it's Did funny it. because I was worried when we went to Disneyland about a month ago now. I was worried that 
being able to ride roller coasters was just done for me. Right. <laughs> it was something that I always yeah. loved. Uh, but it's, I was fine. There was not a problem with it it's, at all. It's not, it's something weird about like, I think, because I get the same kind of thing. I think it's something about the way your inner ear is aging (laughs) and i don't think it's the same in in real life as it is in the simulated Mm. environments and that's why i think because i don't do 3d movies for the same reason and Mm. i didn't experience um when i tried the um star child at e3 Mm -hmm. i didn't have um motion sickness while i was playing but i was also not moving around uh, that game, I was sit, I was seated, mm-hmm. and so I was wondering how it might be different. I was if I was standing up, but I did have a headache when I took the rig off, mm. and I'd only been on it for fifteen minutes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think a headache is worth four hundred dollars. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I me. agree. If it's gonna make you sick, don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So the Fallout Four Creation Club stuff is uh live now if you don't remember what creation club was was announced at e3 it's official content developed by bethesda you know skins and weapons and all that kind of stuff that you can uh that you can buy and put into the game uh i mean there are mod there are still mods crazy crazy mods made by users which you can pull into the game as well but this stuff is officially made by bethesda so there could be some achievements attached to it you know for sure that it's going to work as opposed to uh just some mod that you mod that you yeah grab. untested yeah. And unproven yeah um but the thing actually the thing that caught me was like a new paint job for your pip boy i was like hey that's kind of cool i mean you that don't cool. you don't see it a ton uh like yeah. the ex the exterior of it but it does like when you go into it it Pop pulls up screen. you pull your arm up and yeah, yeah. so yep anyhow <laughs> So, so yeah, so that's live already. That went live this week. Um, and uh, what else is going on there? Uh, Creation Club's also going to be coming to Skyrim uh, Special Edition. So, uh, so that's cool too. Um, it's kind of neat that they're that they're doing that. Like before, I mean, they've always been pro mod, but like they've always sort of left all of that stuff just to the modders. Um, so it's cool that they're they're making some official content in the similar vein. Um, and rather than just not, I mean, oh, they, they do DLC, but I'm going to say, like, they don't support the game in that type of way. Like, they do their DLC, but once they're done with the DLC, they're done, period. Um, so it's cool that they're, that they're pulling this uh, in and doing this. Um, so, in sad Nintendo news, <laughs> Nintendo is closing down the Miiverse on Wii U and 3DS. It's not, it's not really sad for me, but um, I'm sure there are people who <laughs> really like it. Um, <laughs> so if you don't know what the Miiverse... Any time a community closes down, it's sad. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. That's the one thing yes. I was thinking about, too. Yes, I will I will give yeah. you that. So, um, so it's going to be closing in November. If you don't know what it was, it was sort of like a... You log on to your Wii U and you can see your friends and all this kind of crazy stuff. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so that's going away. I, I don't know. I don't know, like, how much people actually used it. I mean, it's sad that this community is going away, but I, I don't know. Um, of course. it was, when it was used, I mean, there, there were people that, that was a big deal for them. So, oh, okay. it really wasn't used a lot, because mm-hmm. if it was still being used heavily, they probably would have 
brought it over to the Switch. Mm. Um, but it just wasn't. But, I mean, it, it did have a small community of people that, you know, shared fan art. It was a great way to share yeah. fan art and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. And spoilers. And, <laughs> and bad jokes. <laughs> um, my kid had the, the ending of uh, The Force Awakens ruined because of a uh, Meverse post in Splatoon. Oh. 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 So, that's terrible. Yeah, that was rough. That was yeah. rough. So, so, I mean, that's one of the problems with it, because what will mm-hmm. happen is you draw the pictures and, like, various things in the game would, would like, bring those pictures in and make them part of the game. Like, in the mm-hmm. lobby in Splatoon, or there was a stage in Smash Brothers that would bring in posts. It was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like being careful what you post about Game of Thrones, so that there are no spoilers on Facebook. Oh, no, nobody's careful about that. On the Meverse. People deliberately okay. try and spoil stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, yeah. I was going to say that's trolls. how things got spoiled for me on uh, for the Star Wars movie, too. So. Oh. That's a bummer. Trolls. So, if, on you purpose. Love, if you love your Meverse, go use it now. Yeah. It's closing on uh, November 8th at 1 a.m. Right. Eastern Time. And there are instructions to download all of your posts. So. Oh. Go to engagefamilygaming.com, find the news article. At the bottom of it is a link to instructions on how to download all your posts. Cool. So you can put them all up on Instagram. <laughs> um, okay. Street Fighter V is getting a new character. Yeah. See, Steve, Her name's I Manat. Manat. Are you happy I put Street Fighter V news in I am. the list That's again? like two episodes in a row. I shed a it little is. tear. So I don't know anything about this character. I'm sure she's from somewhere in the lore. Um, She looks super cool. Yeah. You know, she fights with like crazy like orbs. She's like a fortune teller from Egypt. Um, You know, it's a a lady. This is one of those things where I'm excited about it because it's more DLC. But like, I really don't know a lot about the character. I don't know how hard she is to play. I don't know really what she plays like. Um, But I mean, she looks super rad. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, you know. Cool. Yeah. I mean, if you're a Street Fighter person, you probably already know. Right. Um. But get hype. I mean, it's yeah. You know, this is season two of what is turning into a pretty okay season of DLC characters. Mm. They've got some pretty. Yeah. I mean, they're doing pretty okay. Um. And so the game is growing. So I expect season three will be just as cool. Cool. Um. So let's see what else. So as I mentioned, Pax West. Is this weekend? Um, I will be there for the first time, not working. I'm Yay! very, very excited about that. We're taking Anna all four days. This is the first time we've taken her all four days, um, so that'll be cool. Like I said, she wants to make um, a checklist for things that she wants to see. Wait, so you're going to be there for four days, and you're still not going to wait in line for anything? Probably. Is not, there enough no. to do for four days? Yes, I can sit and watch the Hearthstone tournament. <laughs> Or you oh, that's true. Panels. You're one of those kind of nerds. I get it. Or you okay. can go to panels, or you can yeah, go downstairs exactly. and play I'm board gonna, games. And... I'm going to have the... This is like my first real opportunity to go to some panels, so I'm looking forward to that. And um, I'm going to take... You know, I'll definitely go to the Indie Mega Booth. Yeah. Probably play some stuff there. I'm not going to wait yeah. any crazy long lines, but that's where all the interesting stuff is anyhow. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, I totally plan to go there. Um, DigiPen is going to have their student showcase thing 
um, in the annex part. It's so funny. PAX is so big now that they use both the convention center and the annex. And they can, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and, so, uh, yeah. and a few ballrooms in, and few, um, the hotels the Sheraton, around yeah, and yeah. places exactly. where you have other stuff going on. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. The theaters. Fun. Yeah. Um, crazy, yes. uh, speaking of like panel speech type things, Greg Miller is going to be talking about his, his battle with cancer, which I thought was really hmm. awesome and brave. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. He didn't cry a lot. He didn't cry a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, dude cries at a good Coke commercial. So I guess, <laughs> um, and I mean this with respect. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you're going to PAX West and you're going to go watch that panel on Sunday, you're going to cry. Right. Cry. He's gonna cry. Are yeah. you gonna go to that panel? Well, you know him. Are you gonna yeah, go? Yeah, probably not. And I knew him during, so um, so I, it's not that I wouldn't get anything out of it, but I feel like you know, I would rather people. It's because it's gonna be packed. Like I, I don't yeah. think they're gonna be able to let in everybody who wants to get in. Well, I so mean, I would, yeah. yeah, but so he knows rather... you, so I mean, you could just elbow people in the face and just get right in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not literally, but yeah, no, no. I would, I would rather have people, you know, that haven't seen him or are interested in that to go there, uh, because that actually that was going on right before um, Isaac and I moved up here to Seattle. Um, it was actually our we had like a little going away party at one of the local pizza places with an arcade and and whatnot. And Greg told me like as I was leaving, he's like, "Yeah, I'm in remission." I was like, "Yay!" So. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, so, yeah, so there's that going on. That's something that I think definitely people should check out um, if you're a fan of kind of funny or even just gaming journalism slash content creation in general because uh, kind of funny is basically the best out there now. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so you should check that out. I haven't looked at the entire schedule. It is up on the website. Um, so, and, uh, and, yeah, so I'm excited about that. Uh, I want, I, I'm curious to see how many figurines we're going to end up painting again, because that's Anna's favorite thing to do. They have a room set oh, well. aside where you then can you're, paint. Yeah, then can. you're screwed. <laughs> but Four it's days. Not, it's, Four not, it's not open at all hours of the day. There are right. specific yeah. times that it's open. So, um, yeah. But I imagine we'll probably paint one every day. <laughs> yeah. There is the opportunity. Um, and then also we'll probably spend a lot of time in the behemoth booth because Anna loves Castle Crashers, and it doesn't matter how much we can play it here at home. There's nothing like playing Gee. it at PAX over and over and over <laughs> and over again. Yeah, but that's kind of true. I mean, that's kind of true. Is the behemoth, is there, are they going to be there, though? They always have a huge booth. Yeah. Huge booth, merch Giant. and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, they don't yeah. have any new games. Who cares? Uh, is that, they don't care? Pit I don't think people. so. It's not, that, has that not come out yet? Pit People? I don't know if it's out or not. Uh, I don't know. But that's their that's their latest thing. So it's not like they don't have any new games. That's a if it's out, it's relatively new. If it's not out, then it's it's gonna new, be new. new. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um the other cool thing that, that they do, um, for press specifically, um, if you go to their booth uh like a half hour before the show floor opens. Oh yeah, they, they have give, breakfast. Yeah, so they give you coffee and pastries and yeah, yeah well, all that cool. good that stuff. That was so. uh I took advantage of that. I will say um I do appreciate pastries. <laughs> did they do so that not... at pa- at Paxi's? Yeah, they did too? it, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um cool. all right, so that's all of my news. I I know Gen Con um 
happened last week? Was there anything really huge to come out of that? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So first <laughs> off, let me. So, um, how's this for uh, maybe the mess up of the the PR mess up of the year? Regina probably knows what I'm talking about. So Z-Man Games announced a new pandemic title. Um, that's all about flooding. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, oh, and it's it's man. set in Nether- in the Netherlands, you know, where they have right? like the you know yeah. the. Uh, the canals and everything. Canals, um, yeah. And so it's like all about like saving. It's it's like dealing with like flooding specifically. And they announced it during Hurricane Harvey. Right. Oh, no. I mean, they had planned that, I'm sure, like eight months yeah. in advance. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. no way. But then they, they did it. And then like an hour later, like one person replied on their thing like, hey, maybe this seems a little awkward. And then like it built and then they were like, yep, deleting the whole thing. We'll announce it in a week. See you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. They just deleted the whole thing. They're like, yep, sorry. Totally. This was scheduled ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come back. We'll come back. Yeah. We'll There's come a back board game this. happening. Yes. Matt Leacock helped design it. It's a thing. We'll talk about it in a couple of weeks, um, right. which is super rad. Of them, I mean, I get it. I mean, it, I mean, what are you gonna do? You plan the release of a game, the announcement of a game months in advance. Who's who's gonna know? Yeah. Um, you can't see into the future. So some big announcements. Oh man, what what were the big announcements at Gen Con? Um, there were a lot of them. Gen Con was my, huge. My friend told me last night we had a book club meeting. So my friend, like, the funny thing is, is she your didn't... fantasy flight friend? Not just fantasy flight. <laughs> it says um, Asmodo, who like apparently owns everybody. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait a minute! You have a friend who works for Asmodee? <laughs> yes. I'm getting off this podcast. <laughs> you have a friend who is in your book club that works for Asmodee? She's one of my best friends. <laughs> Regina. I'm I, allowed, I know. At this point, I'm allowed to be a little upset, right? Yeah, maybe a little. <laughs> like I said, I know nothing of, about But she games. doesn't know, I so I like... I didn't even okay. know until last night the extent of the companies that yeah, Asmodee owns everyone. Asmodee yeah, is like Activision. Said. Yeah. Yeah, so like, she yeah. works for that. Because she was yeah. telling me, I'm like, oh, are you going to be in the same place? So I could drop by and talk to her while I'm at the show. She's like, yeah, we're going to be in the same two rooms. We're also going to be on the sixth floor. And, you know, I was like, wow, like... She's like, yeah, because we got to show this and this and this. But the funny thing is, is that she she didn't get any of the games to like play, like to learn how to play until after they were announced at Gen Con. So she didn't get any of them early. So it's like oh. anything that was announced, <laughs> she's like just just got just it. So she's in. spending like, you know, basically all the time during her day when she doesn't have her kids around or she's. Sh- you know, siphoning her kids off to other people so that she can play these games and basically master them herself and then teach her demoers how to do them too. So, right. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's going to so, be a challenge. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. Right. Um, with that said, <laughs> could you please introduce me to your friend that works for Asmodee? <laughs> yes. Thanks. Um, She's in the EFG community on Facebook. She actually just posted an event that um, that they're doing in Seattle. Um, okay, so, so. okay, let's, yes, let's yes. let's you and me both comment on that post, and okay. you can say, "Hey, BFF," <laughs> uh, you know. I'm just saying, I'm just well, throwing it out here, there. Here you go. I'll, I'll let you know. I talked to her last night, and I said, um, asked her if she could 
uh, give me contact information for, for a PR contact. And she okay, said, good. like, a person's name, like, right away. And I'm like, well, send me their details. Okay. Yeah. All right, so, Stephen, okay. I'm, I'm looking out for you, at least. Now, Thank you. Now I'm that you understand. Now that you understand. <laughs> no, I yeah. get it. You just don't know. And that's right. fine. Yeah. You don't know how big. You, you think it's like this little indie outfit. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, you're like, basically Activision. <laughs> Never right. mind. I get it. No, that makes sense. It's totally fine. I'm at a unique place in that I really do live in both worlds. So mm-hmm. I know and can draw those connections. Not many. Uh, my site is weird. Most <laughs> don't have both board games and video games as a silo. Right. Except, yeah. go figure, Polygon. Thanks, guys. <laughs> anyway, so some, some, some cool announcements. Um, okay. Restoration Games is yes. a name that people are going to get used to um, because, uh, number one, uh, anybody that's around me, I'm going to be talking about a lot of it because I think it's awesome. Basically, Rob Davia, the father of Legacy Games, um, basically, um, started a company with a few other people, J.R. Honeycutt, etc., uh, his wife. Um, and what they do is they find old games that were, in, that were put out at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. and they buy the rights, and they redesign, they improve them, they fix them, and then they re-release them using Kickstarter. They've done three games already. One of them was Stop Thief, uh, which literally was put out in the 80s. It had a battery-operated, like, handset phone. <laughs> they redid the whole thing. Now it has an app, and it's fancy, and they fixed it. Um, they, they had their big announcement at Gen Con. They are remaking Fireball Island. Do you remember Fireball Island? Not me. No? You don't remember? <laughs> okay, so do you remember the commercials? Because um, the, here's what Fireball Maybe. Island was. It was a board game that had a vacuum-formed plastic map, and at the top okay. of the map was a volcano that spit marbles down the path and would okay. knock the adventurers into the river. Yes, I do vaguely so, remember that. And that was like this big, huge box, and it had the crazy island, and it was all mm-hmm. complicated. Um, they bought the rights to that game, licensing mm-hmm. to it. Um, and now I don't know if they own them or if they're just licensing it. I don't know the legal details, but obviously legal is a big piece of what they do. Um, mm-hmm. And they are remaking it with new gameplay that is modern, uh, as designed by Rob Daviau. Um And then they are actually having it built so that that the game board doubles if you flip it upside down as also the storage for all the pieces inside the box. It's the game insert, oh. which is for those of us that are game uh, board game enthusiasts is fancy as all get out. <laughs> um, so there's that. That was a pretty big deal. We got a new civilization board game coming out. Uh, mm. Civilization, a new dawn mm-hmm. um, coming from guess who fantasy flight. Your your girl, um, I'm sure she'll be able to help you find a, uh, you know help you find a copy. Um, so this is uh, the big difference. There have been Civilization games before. This one they have abstracted combat, so there's almost no combat at all. Uh, almost turning it into kind of like a Euro game, which doesn't mean a lot to some of our audience. Probably means a lot to others. Um, looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, and what's cool is it's a set of hex tiles that are all random. Because what mm-hmm. you do is you shuffle them up and you deal them out, and so the map will always be different, which is very Civilization-like. Um, and I think probably the biggest announcement um, that will have the longest tail is, um, because it's gonna, I think it's going to send 
ripples throughout the entire board game industry is the announcement of a game called Stuffed Fables, which is an it is called an adventure book game. Regina and I actually uh, recorded an episode of my podcast uh, where we talk about it a little bit, and I have the mm-hmm. designer. I'm recording with him tomorrow. I'm interviewing mm-hmm. him. Basically, instead of a rule book and a game board, smushes them together. And the book is, uh, um, it's actually spiral bound, so you can lay it flat. Mm-hmm. And on one side is the map, or a piece of key art, or something relevant. And on the other side is the rules and the story, and it plays out like a choose-your-own-adventure novel. Do you go out hmm. the window, or do you climb the stairs? If you go out the window, go to page 56. You know how those go. Yeah, um, yeah, and mm-hmm. the story of this game is that a little girl is moving into her big girl bed. And she no longer has the magical protection of her crib, so her stuffies have to come to life and do battle with the forces of evil nice. to protect her. Um, and so, like, her stuffies are, you know, they're, they're minis. So, um, yeah. super rad-looking. Uh, it's from Plaid Hat Games. They're the same people that did Mice and Mystics and also Dead of Winter. Um, mm-hmm. It's super It's it's super rad. It looks awesome, um, and I want everyone to do it. I just want yeah, everyone it's... to just make adventure book games. It sounds it sounds awesome. Um, okay, so that's Gen Con news. Let's uh, move into what we're playing. Honestly, I haven't been playing a whole lot. Uh, been playing through the single player stuff on Hearthstone, having lots of trouble with the Lich King. Uh, Steve Lubitz just gave me a link to some some decks that I should try and gave me some tips. So I'm going to do that. Um, and uh, you know, basically just the app stuff, playing Cooking Dash. I was going to try to get back to Fallout. Four, but I just haven't had the time to, and I've actually been a little skittish about it because I'm like, I hope I don't get sick. Like there are times, <laughs> there are the times I was gonna play it. I'm like, I don't feel like yep. getting sick, so so I've sort of not been doing it for that reason. Um, but I think, like I said, my daughter said she wants to play some more Horizon, so I'll probably be going back to that. Um, and then the other reason, this is pretty obvious, why I haven't been playing so many games is because I've been watching so much freaking Game of Thrones. Yeah. So, so anyhow, so, so that's me. That. So, <laughs> so Regina, have you played anything or have you just been watching lots of Game of Thrones? Like, I, I made a point yesterday to hop back in and play some Hearthstone because I hadn't okay. played anything for such a long time. And I actually think I hit a glitch. Okay, so I hadn't played since the um the new Frozen expansion right. packets, the free uh-huh. ones that you got when you played Arena or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, that you got them. And I think I glitched it and um I I opened them and I didn't play them, I just went in and played the game because I've I I had a couple of quests I wanted to finish. So I went in and played the game and then the app crashed on me. And mm-hmm. I went back out, and I came back in again, and I got another set of cards. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, well, that's a happy glitch. I, think, <laughs> I know. I was totally fine with that. I think I got six packs instead of three, and I was like, well, right on. Because yeah. in one, I had a legendary, and one, I had a an, uh, something other uh, epic, maybe? What's, yeah. what's other? Yeah, there's something yeah. other epic. Recently, yeah. they just sort of reworked the way that that works, um, like... I think it's every 10 packs that you open, you will get a legendary. So they're oh, trying that's to, nice. Yeah. Like, to, get a few more yeah. out there, because it's like, yeah, it was so like, rare to get one. Yeah. Whispers of the yeah. Gods, when that came out, we bought the thing. So I had, like, 72 packs. Isaac had, like, 75 or whatever. I got one legendary out of my 72 packs. Oh, and geez. Isaac got no legendaries from oh. his. Yeah. So... So they know that's that that's an issue, and so they're they're trying yeah. to, to fix that. Type to, of thing. Okay, so, so maybe that was part of what was going on, but I was surprised yeah. to see that. 
um, pop up. And yeah, so I ended up opening and they were all there. I went in and checked. And so I was like, oh, all right. I just got 30 <laughs> extra cards or not 30, 15 extra cards. That's right nice. on. So yeah, so that's all. That's what I played. Um, other than helping my daughter still with the, um, strawberry shortcake ice cream game, which is <laughs> right. definitely still her favorite. And I have to admit it quite enjoyable for me too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Steven, how about you? Um, I have been playing um, Mighty Gunvolt Burst on the Switch. So we know there was Mighty Number 9, and we know there was Azure Striker Gunvolt. Yes. This is those two games kind of smashed together, um, and it turns out that it's the best Mega Man game to be released in years. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Who thought? Um, my favorite part of it is that you can customize your weapons, like, 100%. Like, basically, you complete levels, um, and instead of just getting the weapon from the boss, you get parts. And you can go out into a menu, and you can customize your weapons to the point where you can have them arc upwards, and they just do, like, this, and they just shoot straight up. Uh, or you can have them do a wave, or they can do, you know, heat-seeking or a spread or whatever. Um, and you can customize them so they do completely wacky nonsense. And you actually earn points through the various levels so that you can equip more strong, more and stronger combinations of stuff. Cool. Um, it's freaking awesome. Um, it's <laughs> also like $10 on the mm. switch right now so if you own a switch and you're looking and you liked Mega Man back in the day this is a great game um my absolute favorite thing is that there are no game overs um it's a score rush mm. game so you take a score penalty for dying however if you don't care about the score then you don't <laughs> have to worry about the game overs with yeah. that said that they take advantage of that and they make some of the some of the sections in here just brutal absolutely brutal um and they're not afraid to punch you in the face but it's a challenge um but it's super rad and you can play as both um mighty gunvolt or mighty number nine beck or as the azure striker gunvolt guy and there's actually dlc characters um Hmm. that you can buy that are like a dollar there's one that's like a dollar 99 and then you play through the game as a whole nother character that has whole new game mechanics um it's super rad i've also been playing a lot of sonic mania what, um, Steven? You're playing Sonic. Yeah, how about this? Um, so when I bought it, yeah, let, let me, yeah, yeah, that's weird. Um, so um, full disclosure, my cousin works at Game at uh, GameSpot. He's their reviews editor, Peter Brown. And he, um, he and I, you know, like whenever I have my doubts, I just shoot him a text. And I'm like, bro, like I had a responsibility because it's a clearly a family-friendly game, right? Yes. Like, at the very least, even if I hated it, it's a family-friendly game, um, and it's one of the bigger family-friendly releases of the year. Mm-hmm. So um, I went, and I was gonna buy, I was on the fence about buying it, and then I asked my cousin, I was like, is this, I hate Sonic, am I gonna like this game? And he's like, yeah, actually, you might. Because mm-hmm. all the reasons why I hated Sonic back in the day are kind of gone, um, because... Mm-hmm. Um, one of the issues with Sonic is when you're playing on a CRT television, it's square. Right. Um, and he gets going so fast that the levels basically play themselves. Um, you know, you're not really doing anything. Um, it's in widescreen now. Mm. Um, and if you are, as you get better at the game, and I have noticed this as I put multiple hours into it, the game actually does slow down 
not literally, but you are able to see what's happening and you know what they're going to do. <laughs> um, yeah. And so um, you can react to things a little bit better. And also the fact that it's in widescreen, you just get a little bit more information. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I'm actually really enjoying it. Um, cool. I'm not going to say it's like my favorite game of all time or anything, but um, if you are a Sonic fan, first off, I'm sorry, but um, if you are a Sonic fan, this is like required reading. Literally, it's going to be on everything by the end of the year. Like, this is absolutely a game that you must play. Don't skip it. Don't be frustrated because games have been bad for a while, right? Because they put out the bad ones on PS3 and Unleashed yeah. and the Black Knight and all that crap. Forget all this happened. This is an absolute, like, tribute to what made those games theoretically great back in the day. And if you love those games, then you love that stuff. This is speaking directly to you. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's good enough that I'm enjoying myself, and I hate Sonic. <laughs> and always have, and probably always will, but I think this game is good enough to overcome that. That says something. Yeah. Um, so if you like Sonic, man, or if you, I mean, it's 20 bucks. <laughs> it's 20 bucks. <laughs> like, there comes a point where, like, a cool platformer for $20 is really not that bad. You know, like, yeah. You know, your kids are going to get a, they're going to get a random gift card for Christmas and it's going to be like, you know, 10, 15 yeah. bucks. Just, just do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know that sounds like kind of trite, but it's like, this is one of those things where rather than going and buying like a used game that maybe they don't want or something like that, mm -hmm. 20 bucks buys you Sonic Mania and it's good. Yeah. Cool. So, Anything yeah. else? Um, no, but that's okay. all changing next week when I get to talk about Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle and everyone's golf. Right. Oh, yeah, wait, I'll... crap. One thing we missed, we didn't talk about in the news. Um, okay. Games Done Quick is doing a marathon this weekend specifically oh, okay. to raise money for Hurricane Harvey. So oh. go to go to gamesdonequick.com. You'll find stuff. They're streaming all weekend. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, all right, then. Well, I think that wraps it up. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or any other feedback, you can send an email to gamingwiththemoms at gmail.com. You can also tweet at gamingwithmoms. Regina, as noted before, is from the Geek Embassy. I have a feeling that maybe what, what she's going to say, but I'm going <laughs> to let her say it anyhow. So, Regina, <laughs> what do you want to talk about that's going on at the Geek Embassy? <laughs> <laughs> go watch me and nicole talk for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours <laughs> about <laughs> game of thrones um yeah uh, isabella from the site also joins us um she's also a super fan um and yeah so we have recorded now four episodes we've uh, recorded specific episodes for the entire season and um, the most recent about the finale came out um, yesterday, the day before we recorded this. So as you guys are listening to this, that's available. Uh, but we're also going to record again next week um, where we talk about the entire season and where we think season eight is going to go. So um, or reading. And I think that's part of the distraction, at least for me. As I've been yeah. on my phone and looking at everything that I've been able to come across about um, yeah. the finale and some of the hidden things and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So make sure to, to check that out. Also, we did record and wrap up our um, The Geek Embassy Plays Pathfinder. Um, but I'm trying to figure out how to release it because it's like three hours long. 
um, the final battle. <laughs> Just do it. Just release it. You think? Yep. It's like three hours. The only thing I can think to do, because like the battle itself was over two hours, and then we have like half an hour of like looting and like setting up the next story. Okay. I know so. you haven't played a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I'm just gonna throw this out there. That's a fight, people. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, if people who are the, I mean, people who know tabletop role playing games know that that's that's what happens, man. You're gonna okay. you're gonna spend all night traveling. And then you're you're and that's gonna take like fifteen minutes, and then you're gonna spend three hours having what yeah. turns into a sixty second fight because it's ten rounds. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's essentially what happened was the the last yeah. fight uh, that ended up being yeah. So I was trying to think about. I asked Evan, who wrote the story, if he thought of any natural breaking points for it. And he said the only thing he could think of is that we could do a ra- you know the wrap up after you know what happened after. Um, but at that point, it's only it. the, the day, you know, really just us talking about the loot and a couple of uh, things that we're trying, somebody tried to manipulate us. So, um, yeah, so keep an eye out for an epically long <laughs> thinking embassy plays Pathfinder yeah. with some, I mean, it was a great fight. It was so much fun. It like made all of the wandering around worth it to finally have this like one big fight. Um, and we're going to record an episode where we all get together and talk about the adventure itself because it was the first time for me and Isabella was new to it and, it's a, you know, Evan's original story. So we're going to talk a little bit about what it was like to play it, too. So all that's going to be coming out on. And then they're going to get ready for now. season two and I'm going to be on it. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to wander into the inn that we're in right now, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm going to have that PC glow. You're going to be like, yes. oh, I wonder wonder what about that guy something about him says i trust my life with him <laughs> that i've never met before right it's the pc glow it's a thing it's a it thing is. it is um all right so steven is editor and founder of engagedfamilygaming.com and there have been some new stuff going on right your youtube channel is kind of we got the youtube channel slowly yeah. growing i'm learning to edit video by myself which is a challenge um, yes, but we are doing stuff. I expect some video um, to be coming up probably on this coming Monday, which would be Labor Day, because we're going to have a parent's perspective on Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle and everybody's golf um, and maybe even some other stuff. Um, but we did just record our 100th episode of Engage a Family Gaming Podcast, which uh, was a pretty fun celebration, um, which was neat. So, yeah, just, you know, we're, we're doing the huge. <laughs> I'm going to Hascon in a couple weeks, so you can expect follow our YouTube channel or not our YouTube channel, our Instagram if you want to know what Hascon in Providence is going to be like. I'm going to go meet Chewbacca Mom. Literally, <laughs> she's going to be there. I'm absolutely going to meet Chewbacca Mom. <laughs> and if you think I'm not, you're crazy. You guys know who Chewbacca Mom is. Yep, I do. Yeah, <laughs> I, vague. I have vaguely heard it, but she's the lady that laughed with the, that was laughing with the Chewbacca mask on. That's all. I'm going to go meet her. Oh. Okay. On that viral video. She's an internet personality okay. now. Oh, because, okay. Because, because Facebook. Right. Because okay. Facebook. Whatever. That's brilliant. Anyway. Yep. So, yeah, All that's right. it. Okay, cool. Um, so that wraps it up. Thanks so much for listening, and we will be back with you next week. Bye. Bye.